oh yeah, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna chew. I'm gonna be like, dip, dip, just like. Nom. Is it on right now? Oh yeah. Is it recording? Oh yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> For all the viewers watching this, turning it off. They're all all if the, you're vi- still all the viewers here, are turning out now. If they're still all here. All the viewers of this audio podcast. All the viewers. No, like they can still turn it off. Turn off a recording. I know, but you said viewers. They are viewing. Are they? Yeah. I mean, you have to you have to look at your phone to click on it. <laughs> they're viewing the album art and the play button. Yeah, you got some sick album art, right? <laughs> it's a picture of me, ain't it? Yeah, our album art's just a selfie of you. Yeah. No wonder this you show in like a hundred episodes. No wonder you have so many listeners. There's a bunch of um, viewers. I mean, there's a bunch of interesting changes coming to this show. Actually, I don't like change. I don't have anything to stay the same. Bro. I'm curious how everyone's going to take it. I, you know, there's there's a lot of possibilities that changes still aren't fully solidified, and so I don't know. A name change is a possibility for the show. There's definitely a format change. Um, name change. Yeah. What is the name of this podcast? Well, right now the podcast name is The Savage Land. Welcome back to The Savage Land. This is Jason. Hi, Jason. <laughs> Who's in The Savage Land with me today? I don't know. Man, you're really you're really man, no maybe. me today. Look at look at this, man. Look at this hair. Oh yeah, for for all the oh, yeah. for all the viewers who can up. obviously see this, uh, Chase has long hair, much like the titular character of the movie we'll be talking and about. And the today. beard. Hey, don't forget the muscles, bro. I'm gonna hit the gym. Chase has the beard and the hair of Aquaman. Boom! Look at that. Boom! You know what? Okay, I'll be honest. That is pretty impressive. Yeah, I've been working like four months. <laughs> Tell Very everyone good. about how you shattered your femur, Chase. Uh, for for people who don't know, Chase was the co-host of the first podcast I ever uh, I ever started, which uh, is where the name of our network gets its uh, name. Where our network gets its name, I can edit that and make it sound good. But I'm no, no, don't to. edit. It sounds sick. It was dope. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, that the, might be the... cool. Back in the olden days, sitting on the floor. Yeah, when we were sitting on two sides of a bed and not looking at each other, but talking to each other because for some reason I thought that would affect the audio quality. I didn't know a lot back oh, then, Chase. You? We're doing the same thing right now, dude. <laughs> Sitting on your bed, <laughs> staring at each other, recording with the same microphone, which is kind of yeah. weird, but it's okay. <laughs> that is funny that these microphones... No, actually, no. These are different microphones than the first ones we used. These are the We've had the same microphones here since the fourth episode of That Might Be Cool. Really? Yeah, but the first three, it was... I wouldn't notice, there. man. You've got like a million of them? Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of them. You we just, initially you just hand me one. The first one we recorded, which is Lost to the World, um, the first... Three that we recorded are lost to the world. Uh, the first one we had like two you lost different three of them, three episodes. Yeah, dude, those were my best ones, man. <laughs> and those were not great. I'll be honest. Um, speak for yourself. The first episode we had headsets, like we had two different computer headsets that I had bought, spent too much money on, and then I was like recording them into two different audio softwares for some reason, and then connected them, like synced up the tracks. Later, it didn't sound good. Um, like a pro, like a pro would. Uh, then the second two episodes, I was using a weird preamp setup and like two microphones that you couldn't turn on or off that were really shitty. Um, <laughs> and then, then with the fourth episode, we started sort of getting our act together. But I still had the weird preamps. But that was when I we, first dude, started. Dude, this using was all mics. you, man. <laughs> 
I had nothing to do with any of this. We just this showed is, up and talked. I, I just showed up and I was like, he handed me a mic and I was like, yeah, let's talk. <laughs> the, yeah, so this is, all, this is all Jason. Here we are four and a half years later. Welcome, welcome back to the, the land of podcasting. Oh, it's great to be back, dude. You got to, you got to. I'll, I, you know what I've had to do for the last two years? Huh. Is I just, just like drive around and talk to myself. Because <laughs> none of my other friends want to watch Aquaman. <laughs> Which is what we'll be talking about today. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have, we have for a long time toyed with the idea of miking up one of our cars and just doing like a car podcast because we always have the best conversations. Yeah, for real. They were just like cruising around and just like BSing about everything. <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, we should be recording this. My problem always is but. that my, my car is too loud and it like vibrates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, and that makes it sound like I have a really cool car. So we'll just let people think that. Okay. Um, I'm cool with that. <laughs> but yeah, we got it. One of us has to get like a, like a Tesla or like an electric car. So there's just like no noise ever. That's going to be, be you, dude. I don't know. I man. ain't making no dough right now. <laughs> dude, all my jobs are contract based. So in the, in the, in the television industry, one finds himself unemployed uh, fairly frequently. Well, that sucks. Yeah, I know. It's really... You can't afford a Tesla on that. I know. You got to batten down the hatches. I got to like create a show or something to be able to afford a, a, a Tesla. Yeah, we could just get a Prius. I heard those are quiet too. We could just get a Prius, but... Let's get on gas too. No one wants to drive a Super Prius. Super stylish. Everybody loves a dude in a Prius. Everybody loves a guy with a Prius. Especially right. one of those like light blue ones. Oh, yeah. That was the sickest, <laughs> man. I wish I had one of those with some chrome spinners. <laughs> Frick, dude. Nobody has one of those. Yeah. Well, Chase, it's about time that the DC Universe got saved. The DC Extended Universe, the DC Film Universe, the worlds of DC, whatever they decided to call it, it's about time that uh, the, the universe got on the right direction. What, do, what do, Are you saying that it hasn't been, like, the <laughs> coolest thing? Well, here's the problem. Have you seen Batman v Superman? Three hours of nonsense with like fifteen minutes of really cool action. Hey, Batman v Superman is my third favorite DC extended universe film. Third favorite. So first, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm oh, gonna, actually no, sorry, fourth. Okay, because Aquaman now. Because well, I forgot about Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Go ahead. Okay, okay, I'm gonna try and guess. Okay. And, and tell me how close that your first favorite. Uh huh. DC universe movie. Mm-hmm. Aquaman. Maybe. Is it? It might be. I'm still trying to figure it out. It's a tie between Aquaman. Wait, wait. And- the second one, Wonder Woman. Yep, you got it. Okay, Man of Steel. Uh huh. Batman v Superman. Yeah. Now, now, what are the which one is better, Justice League or Suicide Squad? What Just, do you think? Justice League. Yeah, you're right. And then Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is. My Dude, best. I got that. That was pretty good. Yeah? Right on. What's what's yours? I don't know. You, you Let me guess. Let me all guess. Right, all right. Um, Aquaman. Yeah, obviously. Man of Steel. No. 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 Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Batman v Superman is three? Uh, no. Batman of Steel is three. Yeah, yeah, probably. No. No. Is Justice League three? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, Justice League taking the number three spot for Chase. Then it's Batman v Superman? No. Or no, then it's Man of Steel. Then it's Man of Steel. Then Batman v Superman, then Suicide Squad? <sighs> Dude, those two are tied for last. Yeah? Yeah. The, uh, the ultimate cut of Batman Superman redeemed it quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I still... I have a hard time watching it just because there it has some of the coolest scenes mm-hmm. in it. That Batman scene, it's well, it's the only cool scenes we have with Batman in yeah. the DC worlds of nonsense, <laughs> whatever worlds of Warner Brothers DC licensed character. Yeah, properties. well, I don't know, whatever they want to call it. <laughs> I don't even care. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but that's the only cool scene they have with that. But like I don't, everything else, I've tried to watch it, and I'm like, all right, this makes sense. This makes yeah. this, this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Why am I watching some guy? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, a I'm white Russian I... ship guy <laughs> fighting. Why is Bruce Wayne got a UFC? Yeah, but isn't it so fighter? dope when Jimmy Olsen gets shot in the head? Oh, that was my best. That's my favorite part. <laughs> um beloved character let's shoot him in the head in the first scene yeah i know it's weird and that guy was too handsome to be shot in the head in the first scene don't you think like that was a really handsome jimmy olsen that they got really handsome is he not supposed to be i mean i'm just like if you're gonna cast a guy that's like that attractive don't just like kill him right away like that's what you have a problem with kind not, of. not that he's like a super <laughs> iconic character well look i do have one problem with it this is another this is another uh uh, uh case in the ongoing series of comic redhead comic book characters being recast as non-redheads <laughs> uh that that i already have an issue there so it's like okay i guess if he's not gonna be a redhead at least he's hot and then they kill him yeah no i i, I do understand that the whole no redheads ever dude movies hate and redheads no superhero movie redheads Mm-mm. name one famous redhead that's like besides ron weasley <laughs> some of them that's like like way cool that's like the main character well dude even when conor mcgregor yeah, Conor McGregor, <laughs> exactly. Like, even when they like cast and keep the character redhead, they'll cast someone who isn't a redhead and then just like dye their hair red. Like in Riverdale, and I love Riverdale, and I work for the people who make Riverdale, so I very much love Riverdale. <laughs> uh, but I actually do love that show. Um, I spoke about it before I ever worked here, so you guys know that's authentic. Um, but KJ KJ Appa, who's the lead, he's a brown haired New Zealand boy. His name is KJ Appa. Mm-hmm. That's the sickest name. It's a pretty dope name. Um, he's ripped as hell. Doesn't look like a KJ Appa. What does he look like in Archie Andrews? No, he looks like a a Fred. Fred. Fred Davis. Hey, me. My name is Fred. Fred Davis. Is that a, a famous person? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard it somewhere. Um, I think there was a running back named Fred Davis. Anyway, um, but no, like anyone out in the crowd, name name a redheaded actor that's not um Bryce Dallas Howard or Ron Howard, and not a Weasley. Amber Heard. Nope, not a redhead. Yeah, huh? Nope. Yeah, that's natural, dude. <laughs> Hair is bright. Amber Heard's not a redhead. Emma Stone's not a redhead. Jessica Chastain's not a redhead. Um, let's see who else. Uh, Christina Hendricks not a redhead. Yeah, but they're redheaded in their movies. That's my problem with it, man. That's my problem like with that, it. That that counts, right? Nah, dude. That's that's like they're saying that like we want redheaded people, but I guess most redheaded people are just ugly. So we we're too to... ugly, yeah. So they have to get like blonde and brown haired people. I hate okay. it. All right, you can, you can do it. Just cast Donald Gleason in more things, everyone. Donald Gleason. Donald Gleason. He was uh, the Donald boy Gleason. in Ex Machina. I know who it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude in uh, what's that? What's that dumb show? I hate The Revenant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Most boring movie I've ever. Yeah, I don't like that movie. Um. Anyway, really, that's a very unpopular opinion. Yeah, both of us, because we saw that together, and we walked out of the theater, both of us being like, what oh the my gosh, I was movie? so bored. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch Aquaman 15 times. Oh, definitely. No, I walked out I walked out of Aquaman. I'm already jumping the gun on Aquaman right now, but when oh, we yeah. walked out of the movie theater, the I, like, I, I turned to my friend and uh, uh, Cody. I don't know if, if nobody knows Cody. Nobody knows Cody. Yeah, we'll just, a, we'll yeah. talk about him, though. He's a douche. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, did you, did you like that? And I was like, dude, that was the most epic movie I've ever seen. He, saw, he told you that I said it was the greatest movie. It's yeah. not the greatest movie. It is the most epic movie I've ever seen. I can get on board with and, that. Yeah. Him and, uh, and John, another Reddit, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were, like, they were like, oh, it, was, uh, it seemed very unrealistic. And uh, 
I don't not Mermot character. I don't know. <laughs> Stupid crap like that. And then I was like, but did you enjoy it? And I'm like, eh. Exactly. Um, like, some parts were cool. I was like, whatever, dude. I'm going to go watch that again. Yeah. I thought it was sick. Did you feel good watching it? Did you have a fun time? Did you laugh? Did you did you shout for joy? Did you raise your fists in the air? That means it's a good time. Well, I, I did none of that. Well. But I still, I did enjoy the movie. I did all of those things, and I cried. Yeah, no, I could see that. Yeah, I was very emotional. Yeah, the they, they filmed it. It was on the internet. I was also so high. <laughs> that, might, that might have been related. Um, I'm just kidding. Well, that's what happens when you watch a movie in a blimp. Stay in school. Don't get uh, I get it. I get ah, it. Ah, clever. I know. Hard play on this boy. Yeah. Um, high speed chase with the high speed jokes. Do they still make blimps? I wish they made more blimps. Can, can, can you just buy a blimp and like, take that to work? Uh, dude, I wish. Yeah, I, I honestly, would, man. I'd have the sickest blimp ever. When I'm when I'm in my office, I'll like look out the window and I see helicopters a lot in LA. I just think about how because f- of the crime. Yeah, a lot of crime. <laughs> um, okay, but I think about how much cooler it would be if they were blimps. Like, how dope would it be if you're just like in the sky and you just like see a freaking blimp with like a spotlight, like a police blimp, like in Batman the animated series or something? How fast can a blimp go? Fast enough. It's in the sky. Oh my gosh, that, that's what I need. Like blimp racing, mm-hmm. blimp obstacle courses in the sky. Dude, you remember in the comics... You just when... use the buildings. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Do you remember when Batman, in the comics, when Jim Gordon was Batman because the Joker killed Bruce, Bruce Wayne or whatever? This was like at the end of the New 52. Was he in that blue mecha suit? Uh-huh. Yeah, you said you really liked that. I never read it, though. I really liked it. It was really fun. But one of the coolest things they did is that Jim Gordon's Batcave was in a giant blimp. And so he kept his robo-bunny bat suit in there and like he had his like headquarters and stuff. And so he would deploy himself from the sky down to wherever he needed to go. And it was amazing. I loved it. And nobody was like, what is that? Well, no, because it was... So after Batman died, after Bruce Wayne died, Batman became like an operation of the GCPD. So Batman, the Batman program was like this Gotham program. And so the blimp was part of that. So oh, so like, everybody oh, knew what it was. Uh-huh. I thought it was like supposed to be a secret. <laughs> it was just this inconspicuous blimp like, floating around what? over the city. It's just like everywhere, every <laughs> night. It was one of my favorite things about... um. You see the blimp, <laughs> you, you got to watch out for the mecha bat bunny. Mm-hmm. It was one of my favorite things about um Arkham Knight, the game, is that giant blimp's just like chilling there the whole time. Are there really? Yeah. Well, there's just that big one, remember? No, which one was it? You have like a big fight inside the blimp and shiz? I think I think I do remember that. It was like next to a building. I don't know, man. Anyway, let's talk about the intricacies of Arkham Knight more. Um, no, let's finally get into Aquaman. Let's talk about Aquaman. All right, what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, first, what did you think? I mean, it sounds like you, you uh, responded to it, but give us, give us a little more of your thoughts on Aquaman. Aquaman. No, the, the one thing that I did, like, I super enjoyed about Aquaman was... Uh, the like the camera work, you know, like I don't know what you'd call it, like cinematography. Yeah, everything looked like because I read a lot of uh, when I first started getting into uh, comic books was a couple years ago. Jason mm-hmm. actually was the one that introduced me. And uh, back when, it, on our first podcast, you can uh, if it's it's still up, I think um, you can you can follow the journey of Chase getting into comics and reading the Aquaman comics. Actually, yeah, no, I because it was when New Fifty Two was like up and going, you know, yeah. before, before it, it crashed. Like New Fifty Two burned, uh, but yeah, I read uh, like Throne of Atlantis and all that cool stuff when they finally started making like Aquaman really really cool and an interesting character, and I actually really liked it. And I read a lot of that, and a lot of the scenes from this movie mm-hmm. like looked like a panel from a comic book. And I thought that was really cool, Definitely. like every fight scene. If you, from the very beginning of the movie, when uh, Queen Atlanta... Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, uh, she starts fighting, and they do that camera work where it's just like 
bouncing and like flying all over the place and she's yeah. just kicking butt. And I was like, if this is how the whole entire movie is, like that that's where they're starting the movie out is, yeah. is on that level, then uh, I'm like I know I'm going to like it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just it looked like scenes panels from a comic book and they yeah. made it look not cheesy. Yeah, no, totally. It was it was bright and it was colorful and it was crazy, but like it's still um it, it it almost was like the the best parts of the Star Wars prequels they sort of took advantage of in this where it was like you know because I think the coolest part of the Star Wars prequels is like the visuals and the and the world design and like kind of the color and and the interesting sort of look of it and like they managed to like create that same effect here but actually with a story that moved and like had a lot of life in it you know and do something yeah do something cool with it yeah um but yeah it was really I, I I agree with you I mean the visuals in this movie and James Wan is a an incredible director he directed the in my opinion, the best Fast and Furious movie. Which one was it? Furious 7. Is that the newest one? No, that's uh, the Fate? second newest one. Fate of the Eight. Fate of the Furious was uh, the, the I like most that recent one. one. I liked, I like, I've liked all of them since 5, I, honestly. I haven't liked any of them up until 8. Like really? I liked 1 and then 4, and then I was like, it got ridiculous. But once they got to 8... You didn't like 7 when Paul Walker dies but doesn't die? Uh, no. Dude, I, I cried I at the end of that movie. The one where he jumps the stupid car from building Hell to building, yeah, and then I, I was like, "All right, all right," well, no, and then they sick. do it again. Yeah, but they no. don't—they don't jump a car from a building to a building in um, seven. Yeah, they all blend together. <laughs> I have no idea, but I do know that eight is the one with uh, where the one guy is a good guy, it's Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Statham. Well, they guy. made that movie so ridiculous baby. that they like weren't taking themselves serious, mm-hmm. and that's when I got on board. Before everything was like so serious and like. And I was like, I can't get behind this. But when they were like, all right, we get it. It's r- ridiculous. Yeah. And the the baby scene, I like that scene. I love the when baby scene. When they, she scene. saves the baby with, with the headphones. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so dumb. Um, but, you know, I was on board with that one. I was on board with that. I, 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 do, I do agree. Like, this movie was very well shot, very well directed. Um, the cinematography was, was absolutely incredible. Like, just the color palettes and the framing. Uh, credit to uh, Don Burgess, who was the uh, cinematographer on this movie, as well as... He's actually a cinematographer on a lot of great movies. He was the cinematographer on Forrest Gump, on Castaway, on Contact, uh, The Conjuring Two, a lot of. Uh, oh, lot that's of big how movies. they met. Uh, he met James Wan. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Probably on The Conjuring Two. Yeah, he also was the cinematographer for Monster Trucks. Remember that movie? I know. Why would I watch Monster Trucks? <laughs> Have you seen I mean, the trailer? See yeah, no. It looks all awful. you need to do is see the cover of the. <laughs> that's one of the ones you can judge yeah. by the cover yeah he's like, mm, nope. oh Book of Eli as well that was a great movie um, yeah credits to, to Don Burgess also credits to all the, the writers on this movie so it was a story by James Wan Jeff Johns and uh, Will Beale with a screenplay by uh, Will Beale and uh, David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick uh, what a name what a name what a name what a fella but yeah no, I'm glad they have uh, had Jeff Johns on this one me too yeah I mean he, he wrote the he, he did the new 52 Throne of Atlantis and all that stuff with yeah. the uh the trench, the trench was part of the new Fifty Two. Yeah, and I like how they incorporated everything into like this story, like an adventure kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, the mythology of I don't know. I was, did I, I was like entertaining like the whole way through. Like there was no part that got really boring. Yeah, for me, it was. It's a pretty simple uh, and easy, almost too ridiculous sometimes. With the whole, <laughs> they find like a bottle, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh look, this is the bottle, and then it's like you look into the bottle, and there's a a, a guy with a a statue with a thing, and I was like. Like, all right, all right. Some of it was a little bit ridiculous. Some of it was a little uh, contrived and conceited. So but. much. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you let it fly when it looks yeah. good. But uh, the weirdest part of the movie were mm-hmm. those three songs that just play 
Oh yeah, just you know the, the weird the, the needle drops. There was like the Pitbull one. Yeah, was... they have a. I, like I they, actually I like laughed out loud when when Pitbull's cover of Africa started playing. I was which, like, what? Where, yeah, where was that at? What part? It was like I think that was when they were going to the wall for the first time, like the the bridge into uh, into Atlantis. I don't know. I'm pretty sure the maybe? three times that I it's know been a month since I saw is this when movie. they when they when they escape. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. Were we supposed to? Spo- uh, were we supposed I, to do that? Nah. Whatever. Anyway, they <laughs> after the big fight. After the big fight, you know, uh-huh. they, they peace out and they pretend to get boiled up in lava. Yeah. And then they walk out of the water, which I thought was pretty cool, but it looked a little bit off. Yeah. Because it didn't match the rest of the movie because it was so real of them, like, just walking onto the beach. That's true. And, but they play a song. Yeah. I don't know what song it is, but it's, like, like a super hip song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it just ends really quick. Of them just, like, an <laughs> awesome scene of them walking out. Yeah. And I was like... That was, lo- yeah. that was cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's get behind that. And then the, the second one... Man. Well, because here's the thing. I think that movies lately have gotten a lot more, um, like the needle drops in a lot of movies lately have been a lot more in-universe. You know what I mean? Where it's like the character will put on a song or like the song will have something to do with what's going on. Oh, yeah. And so it feels weirder now when a song just starts playing, I think. Yeah, because I was like, the, none of the other DC movies have done that. Yeah. And like most well, movies... Suicide Squad did that a lot, and so actually, so did Justice League. Oh, okay, yeah, no, Suicide Squad. Because that was that was what, like what songs did Justice League Justice League do? Uh, Seven Nation Army, or no, it wasn't Seven. It was um, Icky Thump. Oh yeah, no, that was the sickest part of that movie. That was is when Aquaman is walking, and yeah. but that, it's also like White Stripes makes a great needle drop. Yeah, no well, that where. that's like uh, I, I do love the like the cinematography and like the the shots in Justice League. That's my Some favorite of them, part yeah. of the movie is is that part. Mm-hmm. Um, everything just looked so cool. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, what the heck was I talking about? The uh, second one is when the, their little love scene, and uh-huh. they're playing some like sappy song where she eats the rose, and they're like, "Oh, it's so cute!" Uh-huh. And I was like, "What is going on? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a chick flick right now because it looks like it." Yeah, there was so the the weird, honestly, the weirdest thing for me in this movie. So I, I think the the intro with. Um, uh, Aquaman's dad, played by Tamara Morrison. Tamara Morrison. I have a hard time with his name. Um, and then his mom, played by um, what's her face? Uh, why am I forgetting? Nicole her Kidman. Name? Nicole Kidman. Thank you. Ha! I knew that one. Um, uh, but th- when so when they tried to like age them down, it was one of those parts where they showed that like they have not done this as many times as Marvel has because like. They're, I did notice that. The I was face like, is just like shiny. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. I was like, it looked like really bad Photoshop that like people do on their like Instagram selfies. Yeah, like the filters and were it's like, like whoa. Yeah, and they think it's like subtle, but like you look at it, you're like, jeez, like turn then, down they, the filters. They trick themselves into thinking that. Yeah. If if you have ever done editing, Ugh. like um, on anything, like you're like, it looks bad, but like you've looked at it so many times that you yep. kind of like, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, looks you get good. so in the weeds that like you think it looks normal. Yeah, but yeah. It, no, it doesn't. But yeah, no. I, I totally remember. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. But did they do that to Nicole Kidman the whole movie? No. I, I think that she looked normal near the end, but Isn't like she was she... also covered in water. So Yeah. How old is Nicole Kidman? She's like 50. She's not that old. Oh. Dude, I learned yesterday that Ellen just mm-hmm. turned 60. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Ellen's. It, did she just turn 60? I thought she was older than that. No. It was. Uh, it was she has a new Netflix special, and she says, oh, in, in it, she says she's 60. She just turned 60. And I was like, Liar. wow. I for some reason because I because I remember like seeing her age. crazy shift yeah <laughs> you know, going from Aquaman to Ellen um, no I remember I remember seeing her age one time and being like oh wow she does not look that old she's, but then you can she's sixty yeah I'll bet you crazy. one billion dollars um, but no I I Tamora Morrison was the weirdest thing because a I didn't expect him to look 
that old just because the last time I saw him in anything was when he was Django Fett. And so then, is that him? Yeah, did you know? That? Ah. Yeah. I knew I was, I was like, I've seen that guy somewhere, but I only saw Star Wars like twice. Yeah, but that was like, because you realize, like, that was when he played Django Fett, that's like, that's like 15 years ago. Um, and so his face has aged a lot, but I just wasn't used to it. But it like looked so much weirder because he's got like puffy old man face, but then they're trying to de age it and it just makes it, it, they just like smoothed it out rather than like actually trying to make him look younger. Yeah. And so it's it like, looks. Oh, just take away the wrinkles. It works. <laughs> yeah, it looks really weird for the first. I part. mean, it's it's better than what the X Men movies have been doing. Apparently, oh, the true. new one, they're all in their thirties. But look, are like they it. supposed to be in their thirties? Like, well, yeah, Sophie it takes Turner place in the nineties, man. <laughs> the last one when they were teenagers takes place in the eighties. This takes well, place see, like ten years later. The thing is, like, I I don't even know because the 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 thing with Dark Phoenix is it feels like they've reshot that movie so many times that like it could be anything at this point. I know. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm excited out. for that, man. Before I wasn't, I was like, ah, it's just whatever. But once the, once the, when they did the second reshoot, that's when you got excited? Yeah, I was like, oh man, this is going to be a mess. <laughs> I love it. Let's see if they can make it work. They'll send off the Fox X-Men franchise with a bang, I guess. Yeah, that's why they did it, right? It's because they, they probably had like some like, oh, maybe we'll, we'll do something. But they were like, all right, this is going to be a finish ending to the whole franchise. We got to do something crazy. Maybe that is. Maybe that is why. It's just weird because that and New Mutants have been kicked down the road like two years from their original release dates. Really? So it's, yeah, it's kind I of thought, I thought they came out this year. Well, I, I guess 2019. I think they're both coming out 29. Or no, one of them's coming out 2020, I think. Um, but they originally were supposed to come out like Dark Phoenix was supposed to come out in 20, uh, like the end of 2017, I think. No way it wasn't. Yeah, dude. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was either the end of 2017 or early 2018. And then uh, New Mutants was supposed to come out like eight months ago. I'm not excited to see that. I thought it sounded cool, and they had magic mm-hmm. and uh, some uh, Maisie whatever. Williams, name. yeah. Williams, yeah, from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, this will be really interesting. And then I saw it, and it's like some weird horror movie. Yeah. I'm not a big horror fan. See, I'm excited for that, though, because I uh, want comic mo- comic book movies to like, or superhero movies to like do different stuff. Like Venom? Yeah, like Venom was different. Oh, we should talk about, we should do an episode on Venom. But, we should. Uh, Which is, uh, I'm, I'm going to throw something out here, just yeah. real quick. Uh, Aquaman is the most... Um, uh, comic accurate movie yeah. I've ever seen you know what comes in second uh, Venom Venom I think for me yes and no does I think, that make I think, sense I think in terms of feel and like some of the things that they did in Venom yes but I also think in terms of like plot Venom was pretty far from its source material no not the source but like it's some like oh just feeling if Venom were uh, like a comic book they, mm-hmm. that they would have taken from it would have been like an early 2000 like gritty yeah. kind of like street but like with, still funny, and yeah. Weird. With like drones and stuff, and like all the imagery with the things coming at him, mm-hmm. I can see that in a comic book, not like a an old school comic book, yeah, but yeah. like a two thousand era, yeah, comic book. When right? they started using computers on the comics, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, look at this exactly. Stuff. And then like they make Civil everything look kind of realistic and gritty and dirty. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Now, yeah, like the Ultimate comics, like the like. Did you ever read the Ultimates or like Ultimate X Men or something? Um, I, I did. I, I read Ultimate. I don't know. I read bunch of crap you did read it. You were, I had, I had a marvel unlimited yeah, yeah you still have that by the way i think i do maybe I'm i tried sure. to log in like when i broke my leg oh yeah because i was like i'm gonna read some comics and then i was like no you're not in like, <laughs> you should have oh, hit me up dude i, I would have i would have checked it out <sighs> um all right. but uh uh and actually we'll talk about the dc universe app in a bit but um i don't have it you, you, you should i think it's i think i'm going good. to titans has been good um it's finished isn't it uh the first season's finished yeah um, I, I haven't fully finished the first season yet, but, uh, I'm on like episode seven. Anyway, Aquaman. Um, 
Stop getting sidetracked, bro. <laughs> I know the listeners are like, what are you guys even talking about anymore? We're talking about Arkham Knight, then Ellen. Yeah. Then um, Venom. The but this, you know, this is how we do, man. We just like, we kick it. We're freewheeling it in the Savage Land. Um, I I really, I like how dumb and fun this movie was. And, and when we talk about Venom, it'll, you know, there'll be similar things. But I I really enjoy that this was... The, the the spirit of this is like an 80s action movie to me. Like, it feels like a movie that's just like, yeah, we want to have a crazy time, so sh- show some insane explosions, and like just like show you a good time at the movies. You know what I mean? Show you something yeah. you haven't seen before. And that's what this felt like to me. And and, and it, it just felt like a movie that you can have fun with and doesn't really take itself too seriously, but is still trying to tell like a at least a meaningful story and, and show you like it's focused more on character and spectacle than it is on necessarily like trying to do something really intricate and like, you know, like mind blowing or whatever. Well, that's what comic <clears throat> books are about. Yeah. You know? When you, they're, that's why they're pictures. So yeah. it's obviously like visuals is a huge part of it. Totally. Like ridiculous visuals too. Mm-hmm. I like that every freaking scene, like if you go and watch the ending of it when they're fighting on that submarine or whatever it is they're yeah. fighting on something that, that's submerged halfway, mm-hmm. there's a giant fan and like, Freaking every move that Aquaman does is like a pose. Yep. But it, it just looks cool. I don't know. Maybe it's it all the, like designed to be like splash pages and yeah, stuff. It was, yeah. yeah. It's so cool, man. And yeah. that suit was like epic. Oh I'm, my gosh. I'm, the, yeah. The, when, he, when he finally gets the Aquaman suit. I was so, so pissed though. Because like they showed it off in, yep. the, in like clips yep. so much that I was like, dude, if, if I didn't see that and I saw it in the first thing in the, Your in mind the movie, been blown. I would have been, yeah. My mind, I, I, I want my mind to be blown. In the theater, not on my yeah, phone. Yeah. While I'm waking up, trying to wake up to get ready for work, you know, yeah. everybody does that. I and know. that's how I saw it is like, have one eye half open, <laughs> fuzzy, like it's looking at eyelashes. And I'm like, whoa. Every single trailer. When the Endgame trailer <laughs> came out, I was just like in my bed, like half asleep. I, yeah. I think I'd like taken some NyQuil the night before, too. So I was still like hazy. Yeah. And you're like, like, ah, later in the day, again. later in the day, I like wasn't sure if I had actually seen that or not. I was like, was I, was that? Oh, yeah. That was the thing. Okay. I cool. had a dream about the, 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 <laughs> yeah. Avengers they called movie? It, it was called Endgame. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, that's right, bro. Um, what, dude? Yeah, okay. I think the costumes were probably the the highlight of this movie. Not, not. I didn't like Maras. You didn't like Maras. I watched. I went home and I mm. put on Justice League and fell asleep. But it was like on Voodoo, and for some reason, it wouldn't let me rewind. So I just started <laughs> in the middle, and it happened to be when Maras shows up. Yeah, dude, her costume in that sick. Really, I didn't yeah, like her costume in, in Justice well, League. Well, it had like metal and it was more intricate. And yeah. like it had the crown, which for some reason her, the, sh- the crown shows up ha- at the end oh, of the she's movie. She's also, in Justice League, she's also got that weird British accent that sounds awful. Does she really? <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, Arthur, we need you to come home and stuff. It's like, it sounds like bizarre because it's also like not a good British accent. It was really bad. And they talk in that bubble too. It was just terrible. Yeah, that was weird. But, uh, yeah, I thought her costume looked cool. And this one, I think they do look cool, but they mm. kind of look like like wetsuits. That's like, fair. Uh, mermaid uh, textured. Yeah. Like it was supposed to, it's like a wetsuit that's supposed to make you look like a mermaid. Yeah, I think Amber, I think um, Mira and uh, Atlanta, both of their costumes looked a little more wetsuity than They're than the same the thing, just different colors. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I, loved- I know a lot of people probably talked about this. <clears throat> we, we saw it on the video, on the refresher. Oh, yeah. But how did, they didn't know each other in Justice League. Uh, that blew my mind when she yeah. when he was like, "I don't even know your name," and I was like, "What? Yeah, what? What? Oh, all right. I guess I yeah. Guess. No, yeah, that's sure. some crazy retcon, retcon right there." Yeah, that was. I mean, that's the thing though is I think that um, like 
it's it's the problem with with how they sort of established the universe to begin with is like they didn't it didn't feel like they knew too much about what the other movies were doing when they were making some of their movies. Did you, know? you get that in like Marvel? And yeah. uh, most people don't care, but this one was like it was just really obvious that it was like, huh? Like you didn't need to do that. Yeah, you could have just been like, like. I don't know, not done that. Yeah, I mean, but I they, think they really wanted them to not know each other, and this be their first time knowing each other. Yeah, and I th- well, I think it made it a little cleaner because then it's like they they don't, you know, there's no backstory. Like, how do they know each other? And yeah, like because then people don't feel like they have to go and watch like a terrible movie to. So she just showed up at Atlantis in Justice League, which she's not from. Yeah, she's from the other dude. The other oh, yeah, one she's from Dolph Lundgren's. Yeah, she's kingdom. like, what's she doing in in Atlantis? Although I don't know how Atlantis was... went, went from ruins to like freaking <laughs> Wakanda mixed with Asgard. Same thing, man. It's it's you know everyone thought Atlantis was gone and they just rebuilt under the sea. I didn't the, know it was that sea. big though. Huge. The, the the like the rainbow bridge scene. Yeah, yeah. I was like, are those all vehicles of people getting in and out? I was yeah. Like, how was none of them? They must hate the surface world. Well, a I mean, lot. Granted, none of them have ever gone up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's because that's also because like you know most Atlanteans can't breathe above ground. Uh, they kept having true. to use those. Breathing I forgot. Apparatuses. The, yeah. they have another weird thing. Like yeah, oh, only highborn reason. people can breathe air for some reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, selective uh, evolution. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, but no, I, I all of the costumes I think looked really good. Black Manta personally was my favorite costume. His final costume, dang, looks amazing. I saw it in the trailers, and yeah. uh, when they released that first image, I was shocked because I did not think they would ever like do the full like dome head that was cool yeah and the like uh my friends walked out and they were like why is his helmet so big and i was like Like, shut up nobody knows it's in the comic books you don't have to yeah but uh when when he blows up the helmet Uh and he's like i'm gonna need a bigger helmet and i was like (laughs) yeah "Yeah, you do (laughs) because they released that image a long time ago of him building the helmet and i was like please don't let that be the helmet because it looks ridiculous yeah i'm glad that was just the prototype yeah, but yeah, they they streamlined it. They made it. They oh. made it Atlantean armor. I thought, yeah. I thought that was cool. I don't know how he actually gets his his armor and his face blaster. Yeah, Whatever which is, is weird. They're like, here's a gun, and he's, he's like, like nah. I'm gonna put this on my face. <laughs> you know how cool that would be? Yeah, but like, dude, it's like the... an, it's an energy beam. You want that? Or like around your head? I yeah, I love and I love that his thought too. Like, like after the first one melts, his thought is like, "Well, that's not a problem for my face. I just need to build a bigger helmet, and then I'll be fine." Like rather than just like, "Okay, maybe I'll put it back into a gun." Nope, still gonna put it right in front of my freaking eyeballs. Yeah, how's he see? Has he got like a screen in there, like an Iron Man situation? Comic books, man, you know. But dude, when he falls down uh-huh. and he's smashing his head, that looks savage. Yeah, he, that was the most like. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was the most like Looney Tunes like smashing I've ever seen of someone just like getting just like obliterated by dude, like fifty rocks. It looked rocks. real though. It looked good, yeah. and I was like, he's not dead, obviously. Yeah, but uh, no. I'm excited to see where they go with him because obviously uh, the mid credit scene. Yeah, they show him with uh, crazy. What's oh, yeah, with, what's with the actor's Steven, name? He was in... Uh, or uh, Randall Park's uh, character. Yeah, dude, yeah. he's so fun. I loved him in Ant-Man too. Yeah, no, he was great. Um, how'd, you, how'd you do that? How'd I do what? <laughs> the magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> I I Was it weird for you seeing Dolph Lundgren with red hair and a red beard? I don't know, because it was like flowing the whole time. He's the only dude that didn't yeah. tie his hair down. Yeah. And it so was just, just like, like it was just like Dolph Lundgren with like... Like so I crazy hair the whole time. I actually saw Dolph Lundgren in like full CG character like eight months ago, just by Live? happenstance when I was not no uh, on on screen when I was doing something on on my show. I kind of 
got a, a glimpse of Dolph Lundgren's character, and I was like, "What is That's cool. that?" Like it, it blew my mind. And so this this entire like last eight months, I've just been like thinking about that every once in a while, like a Dolph Lundgren in that weird wetsuit with flowing red hair. <laughs> but uh. he. I, I liked his character. Did, did, did the flowing hair thing, the flowing hair underwater, did that uh, feel weird to you, or did it feel totally normal? Um, I mean, I get it, mm-hmm. but like uh, his hair looked weird. Most everybody else's hair looked all right. Um, Aquaman's hair looked sick, as, yeah. as usual. The whole, the whole, the whole time, his hair looked sick. <laughs> it looked great. But uh, you didn't, you didn't, you weren't like um, like it was. It was I distracting. Guess, I was staring at his hair. Yeah, especially since it had a weird blonde streak in it, like yeah. gray or whatever it was going for. I was like, and it, yeah, it was. Mm. I was like, Dolph Lundgren looks weird. Yeah. But uh, were you bothered by the underwater talking at all? At the beginning, yeah, it was like like a synthesizer or something, and I was like, "This is how they're going to do the whole movie." Yeah, but they, I think they lightened up on that. I think they did that initially. My guess is they did it initially to be like, "Oh yeah, it's different." Yeah, but you're not going to notice that we've dialed it down a bit. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure because I was like, there was a part of me because yeah, the first when they're first talking underwater, you're kind of like, "Oh man, this is a little weird," and I wasn't sure if it was me adjusting to it or if it was the the movie itself like kind of toning it down i wasn't positive i don't know that yeah. was, this is my theory yeah it was it was interesting i i i'm glad that they did that because it would be so freaking annoying if like entire the entire movie they could only talk by like creating a bubble because that was the <laughs> dumbest thing about justice league is when they had to like create a bubble to talk for the two minutes that they're talking when Mara's just like unloading exposition on yeah them. well I, th- I don't think they planned it like justice league they, i don't no. think they were planning on having them talk underwater yeah, cause that's why they did it, and then they were like, "Well, half this movie takes place underwater." Well, yeah, because we right, have to have them talk. Yeah, right when the movie came out, James Wan, like on Twitter, someone had asked, "Like, are they going to be bubble talking in your movie the whole time?" And James Wan was like, "Yeah, definitely not. They're going to be talking underwater in my movie." <laughs> like, well, yeah, and then, yeah, like like we said before, like they're some of them can't breathe air anyway. Yeah, but it'd be like the dumbest thing. Like, how would your society function if these animals, if these people couldn't communicate at all when they're underwater, if they live yeah. underwater? <laughs> That's like the, it's, it's just a little bit like suspension of disbelief. Yeah. They had a lot of that in this movie. Of course. And that's okay. We don't care. It's comic Well, and we could also assume that it's like when they're underwater, maybe they're just communicating the way that fish communicate, but it's just like, you know, it's just translating it for us so that we can see what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, like, I don't know. I didn't think too much about it because I'm like, it's same. not, it's not important. Like, yeah. They're fish people and i think that's that's the mindset i think that like especially in the early 2000s when they were adapting comic books is like you don't really have to think about it that hard like just because it gets yeah it's not important like it's not important where spider-man's webs come from it's not important like yeah you know what where the costumes come from for the x-men and stuff like well, that people, like, just people like, overthink it too much and then and well i mean you end up getting dark knight trilogy kind of stuff whether that's like, true i'm gonna make this so realistic that it makes sense which is cool, but like we're back to the to the era of like I don't care. Yeah. I want Batman being like slamming people's faces yeah. in. We don't need people. To, we don't need someone to tell us why Batman has a cape and ears anymore because we're just down with Batman having a cape and ears. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Because people just want to see cool stuff. Yeah, and we've already seen you know the whole Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, and, which is uh, cool. I mean, like that approach is fine, but I also just I like the spectacle, man. I like I like being able to just like have the most crazy unleashed. Yeah, it visuals. just looks cool. It's like it's like the three hundred, you know, three hundred. Yeah, everything just looked cool. Like, yeah, ah, don't don't worry about anything else. Just watch it. It looks sick. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So that's that's my favorite part of the movie, and I hope they start. They started doing that in uh, I think Wonder Woman. Yep. Some of those scenes were just sick, where she goes in and just wrecks mm-hmm. people, and uh, I was like, yeah, that's cool. That's that's what I want to see. I want to see amazing yeah scenes. Here's 
Here's what stood out to me um, as being the most different. I mean, there's a lot of things in this movie as being the most different from the rest of the DC Extended Universe films. But this, the 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 big fight scenes in this movie were easily understood. Like in in all of the other DC films, there gets to be this problem, especially with like the climactic fight. I know exactly what you're talking about. Everything just like blends together, and it becomes this muddy CGI mess where you're not quite sure what's going on. Well, it's just zoom attacks. Yeah, and like zoom attack, in like <clears throat> so the camera gets confusing, the CG gets confusing, the color palette starts to get really muddy. In this movie, it was the first time, which is crazy because this is probably the most VFX heavy movie they've had. Uh, every single fight scene you're like fully you fully understand what's going on like you you have no problem keeping up with it and like following the action and it still looks amazing yeah because like, like that's that's my biggest problem with batman v superman no yep. oh no it's not but um that fight scene, <laughs> the doomsday fight doom yeah the doomsday fight yep when it was just like them like zooming and then like they pose and then yeah. zooming and then zooming and i'm like it's like what? a this... bungee it's like a bungee cord is attached to the camera yeah i'm like, like jumping and the camera's like Wah! Yeah, it was, I was like, what is this? Why do they keep doing that? Yeah. And they kind of did it in, uh, I think they did it in uh, a little bit in Wonder Woman. Yeah, the third oh, act fight, the Ares fight in Wonder Woman yeah, kind of started doing that a bit too. Easily the weakest part of the yeah. movie. Actually, yeah. It's amazing. Um, yeah. I, 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 I totally didn't know if you haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. Yeah, I th- dude, almost all of Wonder Woman's great, but the third act is is like, you get a little rough, especially when Ares has a mustache. I hate that. Um, why couldn't you have just... <laughs> Old British Ares. Why couldn't you have just been the same guy but wearing a beard when he's Ares? Like... Even like the flashback scene, he has a mustache, yeah, and I was like, "Why? It's He's got fine. longer hair, like barely." Yeah, it's fine if his like if his modern character is like in disguise, so he has a mustache and he's like blending in with the world. But when he's Ares, when he's the freaking god of war, why does he have a stupid mustache? I know. I mean, I would have been okay with it if like, they took it off or gave him a beard. Just give him a beard. It's so easy. Anyway, or do a transform, do a Grindelwald. Ugh. Don't get me started on Grindelwald. I haven't seen it, but I, like, I that's what they do at the end of yeah, the first I know. one. I haven't seen the second one either yet. Actually, I want to see it, but I almost don't. I don't just because I hate Johnny Depp so much. I hate that they cast him. I hate that he looks so freaking weird. Like Grindelwald's supposed to be this handsome, like kind of seductive guy that like you would be tempted to follow. But you look at Johnny Depp and he looks like he's insane. Like you would never follow that guy, right? I have no, idea. I have no idea about anything. Is he a character before the movie? Yeah, so in the in the books, Grindelwald was this guy that was like kind of pre-Voldemort. He was like the 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 biggest bad wizard before Voldemort, and Dumbledore defeated him. But he and Dumbledore were like best friends when they were young, and they got into like kind of some morally gray stuff together. And Grindelwald was kind of influencing Dumbledore to do really bad stuff oh, for the I purpose no of like idea. the greater good. Okay. Um, and they sort of fell in love. Like there was this implication that like Dumbledore and Grindelwald were like kind of lovers for a while, or at least the Grindelwald had kind of manipulated Dumbledore into thinking that. And then eventually they had a falling out, and then there was this big duel between the two of them, and that's like kind of what made Dumbledore famous is that he brought down Grindelwald. Um, yeah, but in the movie, I guess it's the other guy. Yeah, I don't freaking know. Yeah, it's like Eddie Redmayne or whatever. But I never saw. I've only seen the first three Harry Potters. Yeah, and seven point one, which is <laughs> kind of a weird. Yeah, that's a weird jump. I, I like the Harry Potter movies, but that that is one of those things where I just like casting Johnny Depp was dumb because um, yeah. he, he can't. Johnny Depp can't stand his own face, and so he always has to like mess with it. Yeah, uh, totally. It's weird. It's like when you watch Black Mass. Yeah, exactly. It's like everybody's normal, and then it's like, dude, he looks like a Tim Burton character. Yeah, still. every movie he's been in the last decade, he has to have some weird crap going on with his face. Like it's bizarre. That's how he gets into character, man. He can't do it when he's it's when dumb. he's normal. He's like, he has, well, I'm Johnny Depp. I can't. If you watch him in Tusk, he literally has a, a nose shaped like a penis. In Tusk. In Tusk, yeah, Kevin Smith's movie. Never Tusk. Heard. It's it's not great. Um, it's Johnny Depp plays like this weird uh like he's like a podcaster i think or something and like 
there's there's like this dude like justin long plays this guy that gets like trapped in like to being and a they try a to make walrus. him into a tusk they try to make him into a walrus yeah devin for some reason wanted to watch that because <laughs> he, he told me about it he's like i kind of want to watch this and yeah. i was like what what it's a weird I was movie. Like, it might not have been devin but yeah Dev is going to listen to this and be like, what? What? I never did oh, he'll that. He'll be like, yeah, dude. Tusk, yeah, Tusk was dude, awesome. Tusk. But, um, uh, Devin actually saw it. I wish we should have called him. Um, oh, yeah, we should have. Because uh, I know he would have loved this movie. Yeah. He, uh, this yeah. is Devin's kind of movie for sure. This is. Yeah, this is like just something that's crazy awesome. Yeah. And uh, just cool to watch. I look at Devin as almost like your typical male moviegoer that's not like super, or not like trying to be super into film, not trying to like look at the intricacies or whatever, just someone who wants to go to the movies and like have a good time. Yeah, I no, think, that's exactly him. Yeah. Like, and like that, I think that's cool, but he, he does love like terrible movies yeah. sometimes for some reason. For sure. But I'm like, ah, that, that's okay. As long yeah. as you enjoy the movie. But like, there's, I don't know, some people that like are like always critical about everything. Yeah. Everyone wants to be like sophisticated. Yeah. About well, it. for me, like, it's, that's what's a lot of the, the critics now, the people that are talking about Aquaman, they're like, mm-hmm. they say stupid crap about it. And I was like, you got to accept the movie for what it is yeah. and like what it's about and then enjoy it for that, yeah. um, which is hard sometimes because I went and watched Jurassic World 2. I don't oh. know if you saw that. And uh, I think that's what they're going for, just like a big Jurassic See, run. But that was so boring. I was dying. So, and I was like, I feel like a hypocrite saying, "Here's don't yeah, do that. And then yeah. I did that. So. Here's, here's the thing for me is that I think, but I think you know there are many forms of, of filmmaking that are very valid, and you know if you're going for big spectacle, then go for big spectacle. But the thing that will make that not work for me is when there's not enough character in your movie. You know, there has to be a heart. If the movie is a giant spectacle, or if it's a really like interpersonal care, like like you know drama, it still has to have resonant character. You have to feel something for these characters. You have to want them to win, or you have to feel pain when they lose. You know, like. You have to really empathize with these characters. And so I think that's where a lot of these movies fail. That's where Jurassic World fails for me is that Chris Pratt is a boring character in both of those movies. Bryce Dallas Howard is an annoying character in both those movies. Like there's no one in those movies that you actually like really feel for. But that's that's kind of what, what struck me in Aquaman is that first off, every character in this movie is fallible. None of them are perfect, which is hard these days. Like all of these big superhero movies, these big tentpole movies, it seems like a lot of the time they almost make their heroes perfect they make them infallible you know i think wonder woman has that problem to a degree um i think star wars the new star wars movies have especially had that problem what do they call that um they call it a mary sue, mary sue yeah. yeah uh you know because it stems from the star trek fan fiction thing um you know but I, I think that in in a lot of the modern superhero movies it's really been a problem where like your main character just doesn't have a flaw you know they, they don't make any mistakes but in aquaman you watch like he freaking kills a dude, right? Like he he kills Black Manta's dad, basically. Yeah, it it did seem painfully obvious. Yeah, most of what they were going for, totally. Because it was like, I know that that's this is what he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was pretty predictable. Yeah, but it was like, oh, at least for me, because I know mm-hmm. the whole history behind Black Manta. And then yeah, he he's remorseful about it at the end, and he's like, and I you know it showed a little bit of character mm-hmm. development. That's yeah, not what I mean, the whole. Well, but it's like it's also like you know his connection with his father was like actually really strong and like he felt oh, yeah. he felt for that and like his his longing to sort of like know about his mom and like know where he comes from and yeah they and did I, a lot better with his character than they totally. introduced him in Justice League as just like I'm Aqua Bro yeah dog. yeah Aqu- yeah Aqua Bro like I don't want to do anything and dude Jason Momoa's acting has gotten a lot better I think so yeah a lot better he I like him a lot mm-hmm. I love 
my favorite thing about having him as Aquaman is he's so into the character. Yes. And that's I think that's the most important thing when you're casting people. Oh yeah. Because you can you can cast like the best actor and if they're not into the role you, you get know, the Ben Affleck but, problem. Yeah, you have the Ben Affleck problem. Ben Affleck, he did all right. I think he did a good job. It's just the problem is now they can't get a freaking movie made because A, they can't decide on a direction, and B, Ben Affleck can't decide if he wants to be Batman. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, There's lots of fake reports and maybe real ones. Who I knows? know, it's 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 weird. It's bad. But uh, have, you, have you watched some of the stuff with uh, Jason Momoa? He does like oh, yeah. the haka. He does all this stuff. He, he's, he's like he... It's genuine too. He's yeah. like, "Oh man, this has been the greatest ride of my life. I don't want it to end." And we're yeah. like, "We don't want it to end. No, just definitely make not. like fifteen more movies. Dude. Get a good Justice League movie." And yeah. uh, the same thing with like all the uh, like Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Ray Fisher. Fisher? He loves uh, being Cyborg. He loves Cyborg. One Woman. Love Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry Cavill. Even the, yeah. he's not as uh, vocal. he's not as out there about it. Yeah, yeah but, but he, he you does. Can still tell yeah. They they had a, a rumor that he wasn't going to be a Superman anymore, and he did a little video of him just, with the shirt or something. Yeah, and he was like holding up a Superman action figure and just going yeah. like making it fly in front of the screen. Uh, or something. Yeah, it was like and um, he's just like like stoically poses and all yeah. like he's like I'm not done yet. And I, I think I think Henry Cavill is still a great Superman. I just think he's waiting on like a great Superman movie for him. So, you know, because like I don't think any problems with Superman have been his fault. Yeah, no, they 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 finally found. Mm-hmm. their rhythm i thought yeah. they would with justice league and i was like they've got it now and, and i then... think the characterization in justice league was there it just wasn't a great movie but like superman when he shows up in justice league for the most part like that third act when he's like saving people and all that stuff i actually really liked those yeah. moments. um he's like super overpowered though but i guess yeah. um they still had some character development with the flash and totally. uh aquaman yeah so i think they're gonna be a lot cooler if they were to make another justice league which mm-hmm. i think definitely should yeah, I think they will. It'll probably just take a while. I think that we'll probably get, uh, you know, two more Wonder Woman movies, another Aquaman movie, and hopefully Flash and like another Batman and Superman movie before Justice League. Suicide before another Squad. Justice League. With, uh, We're going to get 58 new Suicide Squad movies in that time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care at this yeah. point. Because like be- before you're like, Suicide Squad right now? What's going on? And then yeah. it's like, I don't know. Just make them like Aquaman, Wonder Woman. We'll go watch them. I yeah. Know. I don't even care. Do, do your worlds of DC crap. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want. I'm... As long as you make them like like these movies, I'm, yeah. I'm totally down. No, totally. I I I really liked Aquaman. I think it's a great step in the right direction. It was funny. All the characters were were really great. I love seeing them fleshed out. Um, Patrick Wilson was a great villain. Um, um, Yaya, I can't remember how to pronounce his full name. Uh, the guy who played Black Manta, um, he was wonderful. Like I I would I would see a freaking Black Manta like solo film movie. Honestly. I would yeah. too, man. He's he's pretty cool. Um, that and and speaking so for you because you you know you read a lot of the Aquaman comics a lot more than I did. Um, of the new Fifty Two, is there a direction you know like a story from the comics that you would want to see them uh, uh, bring into the movies? I don't know, man. Because like most of what I've read was like Throne of Atlantis stuff. Yeah, and then uh, there was tr- the trench was like I think that the trench was like a different kind of thing that they had. Yeah. Different story. But I think I read about 32 issues. Okay. Because I had it on my phone, and I, for some reason I remember the number 32. Because mm-hmm. um, this this really adapted good. a lot of Throne of Atlantis, right? Yeah. Okay. I read it like five years ago, so I don't have specifics. Yeah, but, but it was like him like, and Orm struggling for the throne and all that. Uh, shoot, man. I ha- I'm going to have to go read it again. I, I have <laughs> it on my old phone. Um, I think I remember that. I think it was sort of that thing where it was like his birthright, and he finally has to like go in for that or something. Yeah, I mean he's a much different character than Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Yeah, of course. Um, Which I liked that actually. I'm glad you brought that up because I I think that the 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 casting of Jason Momoa as Aquaman, 
is probably the best decision they've made in this entire universe. I think that he it was the it was the right pivot to make because I think that in that story especially of Jason Momoa being the outsider that goes into Atlantis and sort of has to reclaim his throne, I think Jason Momoa characterizes that perfectly, especially when you stand him against um, Patrick Wilson as Ocean Master because Patrick Wilson so well does that sort of like, you know, he's like regal and he's like kind of the spoiled rich kid and he has a lot of entitlement to him. And I think Jason Momoa is almost the perfect like counterpoint to that where he's like long hair, scraggly, buff. He's got tattoos. He apparently smells so bad you can smell him underwater. That uh, was interesting. That was weird. But, but like, uh, you know, no, I totally agree. He's the perfect outcast. Yeah, totally. And yeah, he, he plays it well. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, all, he's hardcore like, I don't know. Yeah, Adrenaline just, junkie kind of yeah, dude. He's yeah. like, yeah, bro, I guess I'm dude. He's a moment-to-moment kind of guy. He, he lives his life a quarter mile at a time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do like that they did tone that down. Yeah. The whole, woo like, all the time. He jumped out of the plane and did it. And I was yeah. like, well, that's he's, appropriate. I get that. Yeah, he's still, like, a fun-loving adrenaline junkie kind of guy, but he wasn't quite as, like, my man and, like, whatever the crap. Yeah. I did like that, though. I thought, I thought it was, it was cool. Fun, but... Yeah, because I'm like long hair. I thought it was cool because like I have long hair. I've always had long hair, and uh, well, that's all you got to do to get Chase on board with a with a character. Yeah, just, just long, long hair, hair, man. Yeah, I've, I've been working on becoming Aquaman. That's yeah, that's my whole go. goal. Yeah, I'm halfway there. I just got to become Hawaiian. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty easy. You just got to get a tan, yeah. go jump in the ocean. I don't know. That's no, what, I, that's always hard. I think for the sequel, if 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 they were to kind of like follow the established um, rules of of comic book storytelling, or or so there, there's a whole thing called the Levitt's paradigm. You can look it up if you're bored. Um, but it's kind of a, a method of subplotting that was used in DC Comics for for a lot of like the 80s and 90s, and and even honestly today. Um, but if you were to follow that method, then the sequel uh, to Aquaman would probably focus on Black Manta because Black Manta was kind of the B plot of this movie. You know, he was sort of the villain that was there and kind of shows up and foils some stuff, but isn't ultimately the ultimate goal or the ultimate antagonist to overcome um i like that yeah i like that it was a it was a perfect like introduction exactly origin story yep of him the only thing i don't like is they is a his dad dying mm. and his dad giving him the knife yeah i'm like that's very convenient for this to all happen exactly at the beginning but then it makes sense because they were the ones stealing the yeah the thing in the first place and i was like all right a little bit more forgiven but i wish that they would have had it like Aquaman would have killed his dad a long time ago, like yeah. he does in the comics. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, because he does it on accident because his dad's a pirate. Yeah, and he comes and saves some people. So basically, how it is. Well, and there's the- and there's so many like because there's all these different iterations. Like the New Fifty Two kind of consolidated, but there's like iterations where like Black Manta kills Aquaman's kid. There's iterations where like Aquaman had nothing to do with Black Manta's dad's death. There's iter- like there's like I think four different versions of Aquaman's origin. Oh really? Um, I think the New Fifty Two is this, yeah the, obviously this yeah is what they're pulling from. Which I think is really interesting that like Marvel, uh-huh. uh, the MCU pulled a lot from the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, totally. And uh, these guys are they're animated movies, which yeah. have been killing it for a while. Like, yeah. dude, you need to see uh, Suicide Squad: Hell to Bay. Oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta see that. You gotta sure. watch that. I have it, so we should watch it. Cool. But um, yeah, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, they're they're, uh, they're very uh, New Fifty Two. Yeah, and now that they're they're also doing Aquaman, very New Fifty Two. Yep. And I was like, that's interesting. They're, yeah, they're, they're not doing a little bit more rebirth. I haven't read a whole bunch of rebirth. But. Rebirth's really good. Um, I, I but I, th- I also think the new fifty two. I mean, the new fifty two did a lot of things right. Um, and if if honestly, if there's anything to pull from for these movies from the new fifty two, it is definitely the Batman, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman stuff because those are the, those are definitely the strongest is three that, comics uh, from the new fifty two. Uh, Court of Owls. 
Court of Owls was New 52. Yeah, that was the kickoff for the New 52 story. That one's really good. So I, dude, good. they should do something like that for the Batman it. movie. I would love Court it. Court of Owls would be insane. Yeah. Like, nobody, not a lot of people know about that. No. So if they were to introduce the Court of Owls and the Talon mm-hmm. in, uh, in a, oh. you know, a DC movie, yeah. it'd be like, oh, this is weird. We were expecting the Joker or, like, the Riddler or Two-Face again. Yeah. All these other characters that everybody knows. But that would be the perfect character to introduce. I totally agree. And have you know him fight yeah you pull from the stuff that people haven't seen already a million times you know like yeah then you can go off with nightwing with the talent yeah. and his whole background with that how he was supposed to be a talent that I'm was still it. waiting I, on that nightwing movie yeah but yeah but I, th- I think that'd be a perfect way to do it you know pulling yeah. a court of owls and then go totally. off on a nightwing movie about that totally. and then a subplot i don't know yeah Be creative guys yeah no and there's i mean there's plenty of honestly like the thing is people people you know rib on the new 52 for for a myriad of reasons and a lot of them valid but you know, I think a good thirty to forty percent of what the new Fifty Two had was really, really solid. Um, you know, and or was like just one degree off from being really solid. I think you know the sort of outdated character designs for a lot of the new Fifty Two was was you know a major problem, um, and like their characterization of Superman was was really rough. But there's a lot of stuff in there that's like really good and really worth reading. Yeah, no, that's um, actually what like I kind of have like a I guess a soft spot for that because that's yeah. what I started reading. Yeah, is like I got way into it and I was like, oh, I'm gonna read these mm-hmm. and I read the Red Lantern stuff, which is really cool. Yeah, uh, I really like that. Like when they switched, you know, he was Guy Gardner was a Red Lantern. Oh my and gosh, stuff. the Red Lantern and, stuff. Charles Soule's Red Lantern run. If anyone wants to go read it, it's so freaking good. Yeah, and I'm hoping that dude eventually we'll get some Green Lantern stuff and mm-hmm. like I mean they're getting out there. You can't get any more out yep. there than Aquaman going to the center of the I earth know, and dude. having dinosaurs. Might as well go to space. Let's someone, do this. someone, please cast Duke Winston or Winston Duke. Sorry, uh, as as John Stewart, cast Tom Cruise as Hal Jordan, and give me a Top Gun Green Lantern movie. No. <laughs> it'd be amazing. That would um, be cool. But Tom Cruise is. Green I Lantern? think Tom Cruise as like as like an old experienced Hal Jordan, right? Like that cocky mm-hmm. old test pilot that thinks he's seen it all, and then you do this sort of origin story of John Stewart. Right, so you get someone like Winston Duke who played um um yeah what's Mbaka. his face Umbaku uh in uh, in Dude, Black that Panther. new movie Us yes that looks crazy Ooh. Us looks insane someone go check it. it's it's uh, Jordan Peele's new horror movie uh, starring Winston Duke and um Lupita Nyong'o I got five uh, yeah Elizabeth I Moss is in it it looks amazing Ch- check out the trailer for Us it's creepy looking um. But no, him him as a young John Stewart, like doing sort of his origin story with Tom Cruise there as like an old veteran Green Lantern. That'd be cool. That'd be super dope. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I I think the DC universe is headed in the right direction now. I think that if the if they just capitalize on the success of Wonder Woman and Aquaman and kind of follow on those two characters in branching out their universe, then then they're going to be headed in the right direction. Um, obviously, James Gunn doing Suicide Squad is probably going to be pretty sweet. Uh, I hope they go through with that because I, I'd love to see that. I, I I do hope that they bring back at least a couple of the characters. Yeah, um, you know Harley Quinn would be cool. Uh, Will Smith. Yeah, and uh, Boomerang dude. Well, dude, those are the only ones I really liked. Actually, it would be kind of interesting if if uh, if like in between Aquaman and Aquaman two, if Black Manta has like sort of a a side arc on the Suicide Squad or something, or maybe after Aquaman two or something. Like, yeah, after they after he catches him, he yeah. throws him in out there, and then because he's been on. Suicide Squad. Yeah, Aquaman's been in a few different versions of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, or, I mean, not Aquaman, uh, Black Manta. Um, that'd be cool. Him, like, maybe King Shark would be kind of cool. Uh, 
Yeah. I don't know. Well, has Scarecrow. Bane ever been in it? Everybody wants Bane Dave has... Batista to play Bane, I which I think would be really that. good. But I, think... like, I don't ever remember Bane being in the but it Suicide doesn't matter. Squad. But... I mean, you can have any, any version of the Suicide yeah, Squad, really. Yeah, I mean, look at the Defenders. Yeah. Man, those are... I, think Bane, I think Bane's been in the Suicide Squad at least once. Um, has to be. I would love Dave Batista as Bane. I think that'd be amazing casting. Yeah, I mean, Luchador. Yeah, He's a dude. wrestler. Yeah. Um, go go into the Santa Prisca sort of origin of Bane. Um, like a full-on mask. I think oh, that'd be cool. That'd be so sick. We don't need to see his face. Yeah. Batista, God, Batista would be... That is really one of those things where it's like perfect casting. Batista would be incredible. It would be... You can keep the tattoos. I don't care. Yeah, dude. Tattoo um, Bane? <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you wanted to, to say about Aquaman? It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so good, man. <clears throat> so good. Just trying to get that point across. Yeah. At least right now it's tied for my favorite DC Extended Universe movie. Um, you have to do a couple more viewings, yeah, and then we're like, oh yeah, this sucks. <laughs> this is <laughs> very true. I was I was super high on Batman v Superman when I first saw it. Same with Justice League. Yeah, Justice League. Uh, I watched. But I think it, this is different. And I was like, I've watched it, and then I was like, oh, this sucks. And then I watched yeah. it again. I go through. It's like a roller coaster. It's like yeah. this is great. They're not as terrible. Yeah, but uh, this one, this one, I feel like is actually more consistent. And I think it's just the characters. The I I just I really liked their characterizations in this movie. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Definitely go see it if you want a spectacle. Uh, I'm excited for Shazam. That's the next uh, DC movie. Oh on my the, gosh! On yeah, I forgot about Shazam. Yeah, dude, Zachary Levi. I'm still mad that it wasn't John Cena, but I'm I'm still stoked for it. Yeah, I he, think he did really good. I think he's 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 a cool guy. He's he a good actor. Good, yeah. Um, and then obviously Wonder Woman 1984 after that, and then we've got all sorts of Suicide Squad movies and Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie and whatever that's gonna be. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll for see that it. One. I yeah. I don't know. I've I feel like I've seen half the movie. That's behind true. the scenes footage, but uh. Yeah. yeah, bring it on. Let's let's watch it. <laughs> Make more anything. I don't care. Yeah, Make it good though. Definitely. Um I think while I'm while I'm in Utah for uh, for the holidays here, we'll probably record a bunch of uh, more episodes on various movies. So we'll probably do one on Venom. Do a Venom on Bumblebee, which Bumblebee. I haven't seen yet. Bumblebee is so good. Spider-Man. Spider-Verse. We got to do Spider-Verse. Um, I want I forgot to see that. Yeah. Cody got me a ticket and I was like, "Yeah, I'll go. I'll show up because I live yeah. around the corner." And then uh I like I just got in the shower, got out, and I yeah. got in bed, and I was like, Dude. watch playing games, or whatever. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that he got me oh. a ticket. But uh, yeah, we'll have to go see that. Yeah, hopefully for Spider Verse, I, th- I think I might be able to convince Matt and Rachel to get on for uh, for Spider Verse as well. I haven't seen them in ages, man. Yeah, it's been a long time. That'd be sick, man. Let's do uh, it. Um, and then uh, let's see, there was one other movie that I was thinking of. Obviously, Venom, Bumblebee, Spider Verse. Uh oh, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. We'll we'll do one on that maybe. I think you'll dig that one. Yeah, it's really good. I'm I'm stoked to watch it. I, um, I always like the DC animated movies. I've been I've been getting really into them. I got the um, Superman Death one, Death of Superman, oh, yeah, yeah. which is pretty good. And then uh, they've been releasing a Gotham few on by Gaslight. Oh, Gotham by Gaslight was interesting. Um, I like the comic more. It was it was sure. all right. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. It was. I think that story loses a lot when you don't have Mike Mignola's illustrations. Like I, it just there's something about it like it lost a lot of its aesthetic and, and it, i don't know some of its storytelling value was just it was a little off i think but yeah i, I thought it was all right. i didn't think it was great no but um it's perfectly average batman ninja batman ninja was cool to look at made me want to throw up really yeah dude i was like when did i get that i got that it might have been like right after the hospital because uh-huh. i was like i want to go get it yeah. And I wanted to get the steelbook, and then I didn't pre-order it, and uh, then I was like, oh, I'll get it, and then it was sold out. And you're I was big like, on those steelbooks, too. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, no. It's it's all right, though. But uh, 
Yeah, so I, I went and picked it up. I finally mm-hmm. found it, and I was like, oh, so sticks, so stoked. And I brought it home, and I was like, I was ready to watch it because I was, I lo- the art style looked really cool. Yeah. And then it was just like, I was like, what am I watching? I couldn't, I, yeah, I had a story hard was a little time off. finishing it. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. I liked the character designs. But, yeah, the it looked really style. cool, and I was super extorted, uh, excited. Yeah. And I was stoked for the art style. But, um, yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, that'll that'll be fun. Maybe we'll do an episode about trailers and stuff, and then right. whatever else is coming down the pike. Uh, yeah, if you uh, if you enjoy the episode, make sure you go on iTunes and other stuff. Uh, give us a rating and a review. Five stars is always appreciated if you're enjoying it. Six stars if you can. Yeah, give us six I don't stars. Know how this uh, works. <laughs> give us a five star rating, then a one star rating. That works, right? No, wait, no, don't. No, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. Ten star rating. Uh, um. Uh, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at Savage Land Podcast, Twitter at Savage Share Land Share with Pod. your friends. Share with your friends, yeah. If, you, if you're enjoying this, you have a friend who you think likes this kind of stuff, send, uh, send an episode their way. Um, and then uh, you can follow me on Twitter at That Might Be Cool, Instagram at A White Kid. Uh, Chase, do you have anything to plug? You want to throw No, I don't in? have anything to plug. No? If, uh, I, have an, I have an Instagram that I, I post a picture once, I think, a year. There you go. Once every two years. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel that I used to. Post to do some stuff videos, on. but it had nothing. It has nothing to do. So don't don't look it up. <laughs> Never look it up. Um, That's my plug. Don't well, look Chase. Up my thank stuff. you for uh, thank you for joining the show today. I'm sure you'll be on uh, many more episodes here in the next uh, couple Heck weeks. Heck yeah! But for for all those people that have been waiting for all the content, here's the content. We got plenty coming for you these next uh, these next few weeks. So buckle up. It's gonna be sick. Stay oh, tuned. Yeah. Absolutely. And happy holidays. Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed your time in the Savage Land. Be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>